Clearshore presents Don't Let Process Distract You from Finding the Strategy by Steve Blank February 28, 2017 at steveblank.com When you're up to your neck in alligators, don't forget the goal was to drain the swamp. I love teaching because I learn something new every class. This time it was, don't let process distract you from finding the strategy. The latest aha moment for me was when I was at Columbia University teaching an intensive five-day version of the Lean Launchpad I-Corps class. The goal of the class is to expose students to the basics of the Lean methodology, business model design, customer development, and agile engineering. In this short version of the class, students in teams of four spend half their day out of the classroom testing their hypotheses by talking to customers and building minimum viable products. The teams come back into the class and present what they found, and then they get out and talk to more customers. Repeat for five days. All teams talk to at least 50 customers, partners, stakeholders, and some manage to reach more than 100. One of the teams wanted to create a new woman's clothing brand. The good news is that they were passionate, smart, and committed. The not-so-good news is that, other than having been customers, none of them had ever been in the fashion business. But hey, no problem. They had the lean startup model to follow. They could figure it out by simply talking to customers and stores that carry unique fashion brands. How hard can this be? By the second day, the team appeared to be making lots of progress. They had talked to many women about their clothing line and had marched up and down New York stores talking to buyers in clothing boutiques. They built detailed value proposition canvases for each customer segment, young urban professional women, students, etc., trying to match customer pains, gains, and jobs to be done with their value proposition, their new clothing line. They were busily testing their hypotheses about customer segments and value proposition, seeing if they could find product market fit. In listening to them, it dawned on me that I had fallen victim to teaching process rather than helping the teams gain insight. I asked them to remind the class what business they were in. We're creating a clothing fashion brand, was the reply. I asked, and how much fashion brand expertise do you have as a team? None. We're using customer discovery to quickly acquire it. On the surface, it sounded like a good answer. But then I asked, has anyone on your team asked if any of your 120 classmates are in the apparel fashion business? After a moment of reflection, they did just that, and eight of their classmates raised their hands. I asked, do you think you might want to do customer discovery first on the domain experts in your own class? A small light bulb appeared above their heads. A day later, after interviewing their classmates, the team discovered that when creating a woman's clothing brand, the clothing itself has less to do with success than the brand does. And the one critical element in creating a brand is getting written about by a small group, less than 10, of brand influencers, reviewers, editors, etc., in fashion magazines and blogs. Whoa! The big insight was that how you initially get these key influencers, not customers or stores, is the critical part of creating a clothing fashion brand. 
This meant understanding those influencers was more important than anything else in the business model canvas. The team immediately added brand influencers to their business model canvas, created a separate value proposition canvas for them, and started setting up customer discovery interviews. The lessons? This team was entering an existing market. The team had already drawn the pedal diagram mapping the competitive landscape. In an existing market, there is a track record of how new entrants create a brand, get traction, and scale. Many of the key insights about the business model and the value proposition canvases are already known. In an existing market, going through customer discovery, talking to customers, buyers, distribution channel, etc., without first asking, are there any insights that can be gained by understanding the incumbent strategies, can be a trap for the unwary. Ironically, when I was an entrepreneur, I knew and practiced this. When I started a new venture in existing markets, I would spend part of my initial customer discovery attending conferences, reading analysts' reports, and talking to domain experts to understand current market entry strategies. None of this obligated me to follow the path of other companies. At times, I took this information and created a different strategy to disrupt the incumbents. But as an educator, I was getting trapped in teaching the process, not the strategy. The fashion brand team's experience was a great wake-up call. From now on, my first question to startups in an existing market is, tell me the critical success factors of the existing incumbents. Lessons learned. In an existing market, draw a pedal diagram with adjacent companies. Focus part of your initial customer discovery on learning competitive insights. And describe how those companies entered the market. What was critical? Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time. 